It was a late, late, late night on Tarantula Island. I'd just come across a mechanic I'd never seen before, and I needed to call in help. My partner's name is Luke. The game is Animal Crossing New Horizons. My name is Josh. I'm an Isabel fan. I host this. back to another spitball jam session everybody my name is josh and i'm joined by my buddy luke hola and we're here to talk about everybody's favorite dog and doom marine fan isabel woof woof and also we're going to be talking about animal crossing new horizons but what's really important is that isabel returns in animal crossing new horizons were you worried there in the beginning i didn't know she was i didn't know she showed up ah um and as you know isabel is probably one of my favorite things about the animal crossing series yeah, she's pretty cool. She's awesome. Have you seen the new stuff where she's now, uh, I'll cut this, but have you seen all the videos of her and the Dumarine hanging out? Yes. Yes. There's That's some, so there's, there's a really good one with her with the one, like the BFG or something in her hands. Yes. Yeah, it's great. I've never seen somebody look so cute and so terrifying at the same time. So we're, we're going to talk about Animal Crossing New Horizons because it's, it came out recently. It's the new hotness. And I'm going to confess, I was not going to buy this game. I bought the last Animal Crossing and I liked the last Animal Crossing, but I liked the last Animal Crossing and I didn't see anything that was going to make, you know, I played it for a month, a month and a half, filled out a bunch of stuff, put in a room or two, and then just kind of was like, well, all right, I'm bored now. Moving on. But then I started watching some people on, on YouTube, some of the, the, the VTubers that I've been watching recently, and a bunch of them were running around, and I realized, oh, you can build pads. And oh, these people are running around visiting all these towns, and look at how cool some of these are. I'm going to get on board, and maybe I, you know, and maybe I can have some people visit my towns and, and show them off, and we can have friends over and do things. And as it turns out, some of that is cool, and some of that is less cool. And Luke, what's your thought on the new Animal Crossing? Oh, that's a loaded question. Now, I think primarily the first person who wanted to get this game was actually my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she's she been dying to get the next Animal Crossing game because she grew up with them and she absolutely loves them. And I've been fairly fond of the series from the beginning, but I've never been like out of my way into it. And we yeah. got this one and I was playing it and and it got to the point where Amy was getting tired of of sharing the cartridge with me. So <laughs> she ended up buying another copy because I was just eating up all the Animal Crossing time. Which is interesting because I know you and I both played the one for uh, New Leaf. Yeah. Had you played any of the ones before that? I did play the GameCube one back in okay. the day. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So you probably bought it because yes, I, 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 I wound up with a free copy of it. I, I know, dear, my wife is in the corner over here. <laughs> I know the game existed before we were dating, but that's when I got it because you were playing the game. And she's nodding, so she agrees with me. Fair enough. I did not. <laughs> anyway. I did not like the first game. I I think I played it just long enough to get a couple of the the, the cartridges, the the NES cartridges, and that was really all I cared about the first game for. Oh, the NES games were definitely one of the greater features. Yeah, but the GameCube game didn't look very good, and there wasn't a whole lot to do, and I got bored very quickly, probably within a week or two. Also, I didn't like Mr. Rossetti, so there wasn't a lot of incentive to come back to the game every day you didn't see mr rossetti unless oh you're talking about the 3ds version mr rossetti was the one who met you every day no 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 i mean on the no i mean just in the regular one there wasn't enough to do to break to turn on the game on every day and i didn't like mr rossetti so a lot of the people who talk about time traveling and stuff i never wanted to do that oh yeah that's true so i I never i never have and i never will understand the people who believe in in time traveling especially with this version but we'll get to that later yeah. So, and then I, and then I bought the 3DS version and it was an okay game. And you and I played it, you know, you came to visit my island a couple of times. Yes. But there wasn't really, again, there still wasn't that much to do. There wasn't, you know, you could build your house out, well, you could fill your house with stuff. Here's, here's the thing about Animal Crossing that I guess I've, I've always had an easier time dealing with, which is funny because with Minecraft, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing is still a game that requires you to actually find things to do. Yeah. Quite often, you have to kind of like um, 
decide what you're going to do rather than just jumping in and having something presented to you to do. Absolutely. And, and this is a problem we've had with Minecraft too. With nobody to show it off to, there's really nothing, there's really no point to any of it. You're just building a nice house for yourself. Yeah, that actually, as I'm starting to remember, the, the 3DS version had some major flaws in that regard. I think you played it a lot more than I did. I played less, but over a longer period of time. Probably. Whereas you burned through it and you had a ton of really cool stuff. Because I remember one of the features was you could go up to the northern section and like visit copies of people's houses. Yes. Yes, you could. And so you had this really nice house and it was really cool. And it was like all kinds of weird, crazy stuff that I didn't even know existed. And I honestly think for whatever reason, that feature kind of hurt the game. I don't know about that. Actually, what I think hurt the game, and this is something that has really changed between – there's two things. One – the interface is so much better in this game. Yes. Things automatically stack. That in and of itself is massive. The fact that you can hold more, the fact that it has an interface that's built like a modern interface that makes this game playable. Like the amount of time you just spent butzing around in your pockets, organizing things was like two thirds of the game. I think I built three rooms onto my house and then I was just like, I've been playing this for three months now and I've put on three rooms. I have to build four more rooms and each time the price of them doubles. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, definitely the uh, inventory control has has vastly improved. Mm -hmm. Certain actions are better. Yep, you can run. And that's definitely an improvement. There are things that are, are not better. Conversations can be tiresome. They have not improved. As much as I enjoy talking to the villagers and see what kind of silly things that they say. Like, mm -hmm. if you're trying to have fossils assessed and then sell them or donate them, that whole process- That is, is still way too long. Very annoying. Yeah. And there are ways to speed through it, but even then, it's just like button press after button press. Yeah, that that stuff, the store- mm -hmm. Yeah, the store. It's a weird combination of old Nintendo and new Nintendo of- New Nintendo of, we're going to make this a broader appeal. We're, we're going to make this play like a modern video game. And then the old Nintendo still rearing its head and having of being very janky methodologies for the multiplayer. Yeah. And cumbersome conversation and store techniques for selling stuff. Overly verbose. Yeah. And, and like, I've seen some people saying that this, you know, or you were telling me that there are people saying that this game feels like it's for kids. And I think the one thing that really makes it feel like it's for kids is that stuff with blathers and is that stuff with buying things where it is always or trying to fly to an island? Oh my uh, gosh. That process is a pain. And they remind you every single time. Oh, hey, you have a Nook Miles ticket if you'd like to use it. I mean, that's, that's the stuff that I agree. That feels like it's for kids. It's like, hey, you know, hey, six year old, you're probably going to forget, but just in case you did, you have a Nook Miles ticket if you want to remember to use it. So, okay. I am a Nintendo fan. I won't yep. go as far as to saying a Nintendo fan boy. I'm not like, but I do yeah. love Nintendo. I love everything that they do. Mm -hmm. The biggest problem that I've always had with any Nintendo product is the hand-holding. Absolutely. And I get that they want to make sure that things are accessible to the young. But I think even kids these days are smart enough to know when they have a Nook Miles ticket in their possession. I agree with you. I, I think it helps to I think it helps to look at Nintendo as the video game version of Disney. Please don't say you know, that. It, I think it, it's, it's totally true. They bank on reselling you things from your childhood. That's and they true. bank on selling you, selling your children things from your childhood. I mean, this is a great game for parents to play with their kids. And it's something that they'll remember from their childhood. Because let's be honest, the first Animal Crossing game came out almost 20 years ago. True. Yeah. So kids who were in elementary school then could have kids now who are in elementary school. That's absolutely true. And that's that's kind of like um, – it's still not an issue because kids these days are different from kids back then. Sure. And I think that's their failing there and it's probably also a failing of uh, – well, see, the problem is, is they're kind of failing in different directions. The problem is I think that children are now naturally video game illiterate in a way they weren't when we were children. That is true. But Nintendo hasn't caught up to that. And give them five or six years and they probably will. But, that, but this is – this is where I think it's actually good because where Disney is failing right now and Nintendo is succeeding is mm -hmm. understanding, especially with this new generation of the Switch generation of, of yep. production that they've been doing. They've been understanding 
the differences in taste in kids these days. Absolutely. And they've been marrying the old with the new in a lot of really good ways in a lot of their games. Absolutely. That being said, Animal Crossing is still a little clunky in a few places. Yes, very much clunky in a few places. But let's be fair. It is still clunky in some some small places, primarily dialogue trees. Yeah. But in many, many ways, it has come a long way. I mean, just for starters, you can put patterns on the ground to make paths. That was not something you could do before. Do you, are you aware that uh, down the road in this game, you will be able to actually make paths? I've, yes, I know. But I've already made, like, you need to come visit my island again fairly I, soon. I do. Uh, we, we do have to visit your island soon. I, I made, I made like, brick paths along all of my major things. And I and I know that at some point you get that tool, but it's a, it's a long way. It's going to be another month or so for me. But I already have, like, this nice meandering brick path with smaller brick paths. One of the first things my wife did on her island is create several tiles to make a picnic blanket. Yep. And I had to help her uh, put together a pattern for a tartan, and yep. that was a lot of fun. The tartans are super hard. I actually tried to make a tartan because I right now I have a character who's – or my character's wearing um, a Scottish hat, I have a worker's shirt – and uh, he's using he's using a pleated schoolgirl dress instead of a kilt because it's really hard to make tartans. Uh huh. Because of the stupid rounding. One thing I'd love to see them patch in is the ability to choose between rounding and non-rounding or smoothing and non-smoothing on patterns. Oh yeah, I'm having that problem with my flag because yeah. I made a I made a flag with a gradient that I had built myself. Yeah. But because of the rounding, it turned it into this weird zigzag pattern. It still looks yes. good, yeah. but it's not what I wanted. I wanted like a stippling thing to-, to Yeah, exactly. And, and and I'm seeing that in, in some cases. Some people are, are compensating for it by making larger patterns. I mean, I've seen people putting like entire paintings, making like pixel art recreations of entire paintings and putting them down as this giant map and stuff. It's crazy. I don't even know why I haven't gotten into this because it is a lot of fun. It's very time consuming. But that feature on its own, being able to create a pattern, apply it to yep. flags, put it on the ground, yep. put it on clothing, make an umbrella, put it on your face. There's so many ways that you can take this one tiny feature and just go hog wild with creativity. Well, and I they, love they did it. Have the pat- they did have the pattern thing before and there were things you could do with it, even, but it was much more limited. Even better – They've yeah. now added it that certain items can be customized yes. and you can put colors on them and some of them allow you to put your own pattern on them. That That's way bigger. The one problem I have with the patterns is you can only have like 50 of them. That's it? Yeah, well, it's, it's, eh, it's, like, it's like 48 or 50. Well, it's, it's 48 of the regular and 48 of the custom, which uh, is 96 total. There are some people who are complaining like, my path alone takes 42 of those, which – I don't know what kind of crazy path you're running if you need 42 See, different things for paths. You should need – for a basic path, you should need nine tiles. I think mine is 12, but yeah. If, yeah. If you want to like add some extra doodad details, yeah. 12 is probably but, I mean, there, there, there are people who are talking about like certain ones of just like one worn cobblestone, heat, which like, okay, yeah, if you're going to be super artistic. But it's also those people are the ones who would probably make use of the patterns. I. I'd love mm-hmm. to see it. Maybe it's a memory limitation. Maybe since this is something that has come up on Reddit several times, Nintendo's like, you want to talk about crazy modern thing. Nintendo is actually patching this game. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, that the latest patch, I discovered a feature that I really like that Which they is? added in. I'm trying to remember. Shrubs? Give me a second. No, the shrubs. I don't even know if the shrubs were patched in, but I love the are. shrubs. What was it I was talking about before? Fruits. Oh, yes. So uh, before the patch, if you yep. gave a animal fruit as a gift, you'd give mm-hmm. them the entire stack. Now you give oh. them one. Oh, nice! So you won't because I, I just it's, I it just was, separate them out. I it wasn't worth it to me. I was just like have have ten cherries. I don't care. Just well, have there's them. also that. I mean, they're not worth that much. But now I can just have a stack of cherries and give them to them all, all my friends and be be sure that I'm giving my animals gifts, which improves their opinion of me. Fair which, enough. Which is necessary for keeping them on your island. You got to keep your guys happy or they will leave. I did not realize that. I've actually been sending one of them rude letters and obnoxious gifts and he's still, and now he likes me more. So I wanted him to leave and now he's probably not going to leave. Yeah. So um, that is something that's always been a thing in Animal Crossing is that they do have keywords that yeah. they will respond to. 
Like friend is a good one. If you use friend in a letter, they'll think that you're saying something positive. Yes. And, and so if you send a letter to an animal, depending on the content that you put in, it can have a positive or a negative effect. I think I called him a gormless idiot with an ugly nose. Yeah, he probably doesn't get what gormless is. No, I didn't. He know. probably I, thought sure. you meant gourmand. I'm not sure what gormless means either. Well, I, I feel like ugly nose is probably uh, and half wit and idiotic. Who, who are idiotic you trying Michael to get rid Jackson of? here? What? Who are you trying to get rid of? Olaf. Olaf. He's a he's the uh, anteater with the really obnoxious hair. I have him. I actually invited him on my island. Really? I don't know why I did that. He, he was the first. From- he was the first animal to arrive. And because, At the campsite? Yeah. And because You uh, can't get a, rid of him. What? The the first one to arrive at your island, you can't tell to go away. He's he, That happened to me, too. He's the first guy to show up at my campsite. So I was like, okay, great. New person. Why don't you hang around for a while? And now, I mean, like, he's okay, but he's also such a snob. I gave him an Argyle sweater, and mm-hmm. I immediately liked him more. <laughs> oh, Argyle. Like, hey, you know, I think I I think that's in my store. I'm going to go buy that today. I'm going to yeah. give it to him. And, and- also, um, I made a really you, – you need to come over and, and visit my store because I made a really awesome sweater pattern and you you, you should uh, buy it. Okay. I can do that. I made a little froggy. Oh, cool. Uh, so let's – um. Let's actually talk about all of our animals because yes, you're talking about yours first. Okay, so my starting animals was Scoot. He's the okay. he's the masculine character. So you get a masculine and a feminine character when you start. So masculine yep. character, little green duck named Scoot. I like calling him Duck Butt. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other character that I had was Cat, mm-hmm. which a lot of like my wife also has Cat, and I think yep. someone else I know has Cat as well. Did you have Cat? I don't have Cat. Uh, he's a, she is the feminine I've one, seen her, though. but she's, um, not like super feminine or she's very, she's very tomboyish, but she's really cute. I really like cat. She's a lot of fun. Then, um, the other visitors, I had three come, I had an alligator, mm-hmm. not too keen on him, but he's kind of interesting. And then I have a koala, a purple koala named Sydney, who I adore. Nice. And then a dog, Ma- uh, it might be Mandy. I think it might be Mandy. Um, and she's also really, really adorable. She's kind of like edging in as the alternative to um, Maddie, M-A-D-I-E. That's it. I'm trying to remember. The, I'm, I'm going to have to look at the, the wikis to see if I can remember the name. Okay, so I have um, my first one was I'm too many. There are too many of these animals. Oh, there's a ton. Olaf was one of the ones who showed up. And then just this morning, uh, Snooty showed up. It was another... Uh, Who's another anteater? I'm not a huge fan of Olaf. I haven't seen Snooty enough. Also, you know, here's something that I find really fascinating. So while we're talking about animals, mm-hmm. in Japan, it's not Bunny Day. They just straight up call it Easter, which frankly I find less irritating. Yeah, I think it's a lot to do with the fact that in in the U.S. there's um, there's a lot of religious overtones with that were in, like absolutely probably which Japan. is why i kind of feel like yeah so you're just trying to hide well we, we can go back to that i have i have had some real issues with um some of the treehouse ing of this game or, or some of treehouse's translation aspects of this game yeah i mean uh, treehouse does a a fairly good job of doing translations but there are there are things that are just annoying and the fish the fish all oh, the fish puns oh the fish yes. puns are great I mean, some of them, some of them, I think that they're proportionately good to the rarity of the fish. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I get carp a lot and, yeah, and it's, a lot. It's, um, it's pun. The carp pun is horrible. Yes. The carp is terrible. But like the barred knife jar is knife jar. Knife jaw is pretty yeah. nice. The, the red snappers is nice as well. That was okay. All I ever think of when I get that one is red stop off. Very tasty. <laughs> I have a uh, Shari the uh, the monkey. Oh yeah, she's kind who, of ugly. She's kind of ugly. I got uh, Marina was the first one to move in. I, I specifically invited her. She's the octopus. Oh yes, your octopus is awesome. I like her. Uh, Flora the flamingo. Uh huh. Who is a little a, goofy very, looking? But I'm a star. Cute. What? Uh, who's very? I'm a star, which oh. I, I like her a lot. She, she's a little, uh, a little conceited, but but fun. <laughs> right up your alley. I'm trying to remember the. Oh, um, and I had the Dom the sheep. Oh, the sheep is cool. Yes. Yeah. So Marina Dom, uh, 
monkey, flora, and then the two anteaters. Yeah. And I like all of my animals. Um, I did reboot. I did restart the game four times. Just to get it right? Well, actually, ironically, the first two times I rebooted it, or the first time I rebooted it because I got ugly animals. Then I rebooted it because I didn't realize that the island changed every time. Oh, yeah. You really have to be careful about what you... Um... So I was really bummed about that. And then my next two islands after that were both pears. And I, ref- I did not want pears on my island. I mean, a, a pear majority island. I don't like pears very much. And I don't really like them on my island. So I have like three pears just hidden over in the corner. Um, so I can get some bells from them, but I don't have a lot of pairs. So yeah, I restarted like four or five times. A couple of the, the, the people I, I watch online, there was one girl who rebooted, restarted and reloaded on an island for 45 minutes straight trying to get two cute villagers. <laughs> I was like, wow. But, um, I'm, I'm not that concerned with cute villagers. I was lucky to get one that I really liked, which was Dom. I wasn't as keen on Shari, but you know, she's okay. I just sort of ignore her. So there are, I think I just saw 32 different animal types. Yep. And there's roughly either seven or 15. Oh, good grief. There's a ton. So there's there's something like 190 animals or something. Yeah. So they have a lot of the old animals in here still, which is amazing. But then you also have like hundreds of additional new ones. So there's like, there's got to be a couple thousand here. No, I think, I think it's somewhere in the like 120. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, yeah, the, the the types of animals and from the types of animals, the number of each type is significant. So there's a, plenty of variety to be had in the game yeah. as far as the villagers you'll come across. And on top of that, besides the, the types and the subtypes, they all have different personalities and different yep. ways of talking to you. Some of them are hilarious to talk to. And and I will also say, like, I really like the fact that you can actually remodel your island. Like, yes. You could build bridges before, but, like, and I haven't unlocked it yet, but, like, at some point you get the chance to move your cliffs, move your islands. I mean, I intentionally looked for an island with a little with a little island in between two rivers so that I could just – I and it's turned into this little natural paradise with nothing but flowers and bamboo and then – but then the bridge crosses over the middle of it. Yeah. So that cool, you could get to the other island on the other side. Yeah, I've put two bridges uh, into my area to make the two – the way mine is set up, there's like a river, a river kind of in the middle, and then it splits down mm-hmm. uh, and surrounds the starting region, and yep. then it goes up and it splits above. So I have two bridges, one to each side, um, just below the the elevation. So a thing to cover when a game is created, you get to choose a randomly generated island. But there's mm-hmm. a few rules that it follows. There's a central location where you start. Yep. Your town center is, and the first houses can be placed. You get you place four houses, five houses total. Five houses to start, or it's yeah, it's five to well, start with. Well, three houses plus your yours. house and two other guys, and um, in that time you're you're restricted to this inner region, right? And then um, as you progress, you get ways of crossing the river, and then ways of getting to the upper hills. So your yep. your area of influence slowly increases. Yep. And you, you usually get everything you need within a week if you're taking your time and enjoying it. If you really want to rush, you can get that all in like two days. I think I got up to the town hall in four days. Yeah. Because I really wanted Isabel. Oh, yeah. And you really want to upgrade your town hall because, yeah, Isabel is awesome. I'm yep. kind of sad that you don't talk to Isabel more. I know. And I'd love it if they actually had like hours. I do of, love that she does work. the morning greetings, though. Yes, that is that is great. That that does make up for the lack of conversation because she's she's really cute and a lot of things she talks about are funny. Yeah. Um, it's a great opportunity for them to input extra stuff through updates to like change that up and add in more yeah. content. And I'm looking forward for the rest of the year. So one of the key features of this game that we haven't mentioned, uh, people who play Animal Crossing will be familiar with this, but anyone who's interested in the game. What rock you guys crawled under, I will never know, but hey, sure, why not? Well, I mean, to be fair, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't going to buy this until I saw some of the changes they'd made to it. Yeah, but you'd played the previous one, so you'll understand this. Animal Crossing is unique in its its methodology because it runs real time. Even though it's not happening when the game's not on, when you start up the game, it assesses how much time has passed and it 
it catches you up to the current time. So if it's seven o'clock in the morning, when you turn on your game, it's seven o'clock in the morning in the game. It yep. doesn't speed up time. It doesn't slow down time. So if you go on after 10 o'clock on any given day, the shops are closed. So you have to make sure that you're getting on early enough to do your shopping if you're a late night player. Yep. Um, fishing at night or if you fish in the rain, you get different results. This is also a seasonal thing in that as time progresses, if you come back in the fall where it's spring now, all the bugs are different, all the fish are different, and events are different, uh, people you come across are different. So the game constantly changes, constantly keeps you interested with all of the different unique and interesting things that you can do. It's so interesting because the gameplay is... I don't want to say limited, but it's definitely unique in that it's very light. And uh, the things that you can do, it's the type of game that you could just do a few things, do a little bit of fishing, talk to your villagers, check for the daily money spots that are in the game. I won't spoil them. And that's it. You spend like 15, 20 minutes and then you're done. And then you put it away. Or you can spend hours just fishing, catching bugs, selling the bugs, digging up fossils, you know, the whole nine yards. And when, when you uh, do it like that, it can be very relaxing. So one thing that I do think is interesting about this this patching process in regards to the uh, the real-time clock is the fact that, you know, we, we talked a little bit before about time travelers, and I don't know if you mentioned that while I was up, but... Um, no, I did not get into time travelers. So time travelers are people who, because the, t- the game takes place over real time, they like to set their clock forward so that the interesting things could happen sooner. Yeah. But because they're patching the game, a lot of those interesting things aren't in the game yet. I'd be willing to bet that none of the Christmas stuff is in there yet. That's a possibility. I don't know. It'd be interesting to to, to find out, but um, I'm not a time traveler. If you... Well, like the Earth Day stuff wasn't in there until yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. So I guess, yeah, there are events. It is an advantage of being able to patch it. It does mitigate some of the time traveler stuff. It's actually interesting that you mentioned that because Arlo, who's a YouTube content creator, he talks a lot about time traveling and cheating in Animal Crossing. It's a great video. I recommend mm. that you check it out. We'll try to remember to put is a link in. Is he pro or anti? He's kind of indifferent. His, yeah, he's okay. he's personally anti, but he, he does sit on the argument that it's your game. You want to screw up your game? Go for it. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I think I'm somewhere between indifferent and just I don't understand why. Like I. I did before. I don't now. That's that's part of what where he stands for is uh, is is that kind of like you're you're ruining the entire point of the game, right? Well, when when you time for me, it's travel, it's not even that so much as like there's already so much to do now. Like except for fruit, there is you could just go out to an island. Like if you need more fruit, just go to an island. Yeah, exactly. And and there are certain unique events that you might t- time travel to like like the fishing guy will show up and he oh, will give right. you an he will give you an ec- uh, extra deal on bells. I don't know if the day that he arrives is randomly chosen every week. It is. Um which is probably anti anti cheat yeah. decision. But it's al- actually not a bad also, idea. But also it's outside of tarantulas, it's not it's, it's a 20% increase. It's not that huge. Oh yes, the tarantula exploit. That's an interesting thing. The, the tarantula one is fun. There was one of the VTubers I watch, uh, Fubuki, had an entire attic just nothing but tarantulas. And he used them to to exploit. And, and she wait well it wasn't an exploit. She just she waited until the bug trader showed up and then sold whatever it was 200 uh, 200 tarantulas. Uh-huh. So that it's 8,000 plus the addition. So it was basically, you know, so she sold. So instead of making 240,000, she made like 300,000 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that's actually something I wanted to, I was thinking about. So but there's another, th- another way they've, they already, and this was already in the older games, but another way that they punish time travelers is turnips will rot if you time travel. Just period. Yes. Which is actually a good, a good counter. Yes. And you can't link to somebody who is time traveling. So even if they come across a good turnip day, because a lot of people – drives me nuts. So uh, certain There are certain sites set up, which is nice, for matching people with turnips, you know, people who have good turnip sale prices. Uh, yeah. Which is great, except then you'll go on and you'll see some of these people like, I demand that you pay me 99,000 bells before I will open my shop to you. If you do not pay me my 99,000 bells, I will immediately terminate the session. There are people who are out there who are like, hey, if you if you want to give me a tip, that's great. Or if you want to donate me some nice piece of furniture, I'm really looking for something of this set. And I have no problem with the idea of giving somebody 
something nice. If I'm selling my stuff for 650 bells, yeah, I absolutely have no problem giving you some money out of it. But the people are like, I demand this amount of payment for each time. Like, it's just like, dude. Yeah, talk about exploit and, like, ruining the point of the game. Yeah. So, um, do we want to talk about Tom Nook at all? Tom Nook is a stone cold creep. Not no. really. Sto- not, Tom, not when you Tom think about Nook it. is a stone cold, I want my money. Well, I mean, considering the fact have that my he, money. he doesn't demand and you, you can, you can just get your tent and not pay it off. I mean, technically your first house, because you, you kind of have to do your tent to advance the yeah, game. Yeah, but if, if, Tom Nook always gets his. But that's the funny thing about it. Okay. So I did the math. A yeah. lot of people complain about like how exorbitant his costs are. Um, oh, so here's the thing. The game's Japanese. Right. So when people look at these bells, they kind of think in dollar values, but that's not actually accurate. 100,000 yen is $930. Yeah. So a standard house upgrade is about – so what that means is like a lot of people sit there yeah. and say, oh, $300,000 for a house. No, it's actually like $3,000, which is still money, but it's not like super money. The yeah. the relevant relative cost is actually not that much when you're considering that it's it's a residence and I'm also not sure it's a it's a direct yen well I mean yen to bells conversion. The, the idea is that the the choice of bells and their value is relative to Japanese sensibilities oh, yes. when it comes to money, not American. No. So the idea that that Tom Nook is a price gouging maniac is wrong. To Americans I, it is because yeah, a hundred thousand dollars for a house is ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, but that that's fair. But even using the bells to yen, I mean, which is which is fine. That would mean he's buying fruit for about two dollars a pop. That's that's that seems about rough. It's not so much. It's not so much the ten thousand ten or a hundred thousand dollars is insane. It's the fact that to pay off that first loan still takes me four to five days, and the last one is three and a half million. I'd, I'd yeah. love. I'd love to find. A lone person that would sell you a house that you could pay off in three to five days. Yes. I mean, if you want to do the whole apples to apples thing. No, I know. In reality, like, I I get annoyed by that, actually. Like, yes, I get the idea that he's he's a bit of a cold – not even cold, just like a a bit of a greedy merchant-minded person, right? He's he's looking to make money. But – he does not force you to pay on any regular thing. You could literally no. just get your house and never pay him a cent, but, and he's happy to keep you on the island. He never evicts you. Well, you're also building most of that island for him, but well, that's true. But but also, but also, he's not selling you a house. He sold you a studio apartment for a thousand dollars. What do you mean a, a studio apartment? That, that first, the first house you get after your tent oh, is well, basically a studio apartment. It's, it's a one room house. It's not a studio apartment because you're getting the whole house. Well, y- yes, but it you that get house to choose is about the size of my it apartment. It's big enough to decorate. That 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 house is about the size of my apartment. Yes, it's a tiny little house, but it's a thousand dollars. So it's still like yeah. I mean, in in the U.S. right now, if you were to be able to find a tiny like the smallest houses available. Are hundred thousand dollars, and not looking at short sales, obviously. But no, but that would be getting pedantic. But also, those aren't twelve by twelve houses. <laughs> no, that's true. But <laughs> you know. no, on the other hand, like in the region that I'm in, you can get twelve by twelve houses on a six month lease yeah. for half a million dollars because they're lakefront property. Well, yes. And I, and it's ridiculous, but that's I'm, I'm, the way the I'm market not saying rolls. that it is. I'm not saying that it is necessarily unreasonable, but certainly within the realm of how things work in video game pricing, it's a little out of whack. It, it is a bit, yes. And, and it's kind of interesting to me that the in, the way the entire monetary system works in this game, because it's perfectly possible for you to make billions just mm-hmm. fishing, which I really wish I could make billions fishing. I guess I I could start a fishing show. I've made more money burying bells in the dirt than I have done anything else. Yeah. So do we want to talk about the uh, the the money holes and the I money rock? If you want to. So yeah, that that's a thing. Every day there's there's a spot, a glowing patch on the ground where you can dig up and you get a thousand bells, and you can yep. bury up to ten thousand bells and see a triple return after something like five days some you could you can actually bury more Ten thousand is the guaranteed yeah you don't get 
that back as far as uh, we've been able to You tell. do sometimes. I, I have. Really? Twice. So it must so, be a random chance. So I calculated it out. So the, the max you can bury and still guarantee at least double your return is 16,000. Uh-huh. So I've, I bury 16,000. So if it comes up and it doesn't work, or, or 15,000, because you're guaranteed mm-hmm. a max of 30,000 bells. Yeah, so you're at least doubling your profits. And you're at least if, doubling your profits. And, and if, if it pays it, off, you're tripling. So that's basically how I've, I've I've been working on it. And then sometimes I forget and just bury the thousand belts because I made a mistake. Oh, I hate that. Do you know what I really hate? It's when I accidentally fill in the hole by hitting the wrong button. I hate that. You know what I really hate? Mm-hmm. Is the fact that for some stupid reason, they will let you eat your turnips. Oh, no. Which I will point out. Today I purchased for 101 bells a piece, which means that if I eat them, that's 4,000 bells that I just ate. <laughs> the, uh, out. No, 40,000. Do you eat a whole stack 000. at once or just one? It's it's a stack of 10, which is 100 bells, which is 100. It's a stack uh, of 10, which is 100 1, bells each. So it's a, it's 10,000 bells. Yes. I'd be, yeah, I'd, I'd be eating 10,000 bells in one I, bite. Yeah, I bought I bought 100. No, I bought 1,000 bells at 93 bells. Uh, Although, let's, uh, no, let's sorry, be fair. A thousand turnips at 93 bells apiece. Yes. Although, let's be fair, eating fruit lets you dig up trees, which is cool. Yes. And, you know, they, they have done – we haven't really talked about mechanics. We've just kind of been talking about how great this game is, which – Yeah. <laughs> which, the problem is there, there aren't really mechanics to this game like, no there's not in in all reality it's it's just like the time the time delay the time thing is the mechanic of this game yeah the fact that you're you're essentially like you're coming on at a given times and spending time at that time yep um there are i did talk a little bit while you're away about rain on and cool. night and how it changes bugs and fish yep. yep um but mostly that's it you come on you can fish, you can catch bugs, you can talk to your villagers, you can do gardening, which is kind of cool because like if you plant like plants together and it rains or you water them, you can get crossbred colors. I, like I, I, need, I need to do some more research into that because, yeah, I've, I've been trying to figure it out naturally. I tried making some Punnett squares. I haven't quite been able to figure out the mechanics behind it, but I'm going to keep t- tinkering if they're, it. If they're adjacent, then they can actually spawn a flower yeah, but I haven't, I haven't quite figured direction. out how the colors work. I'm trying to get certain color varieties. Well, I do know that, yeah, it's the it's the rare colors that are the problem because there's no clear, like, you can get orange if you mix yellow and red, obviously. Right. And you can get black if you mix pink and orange. Yeah, it's the black and the hot pink. I have, I have both. Yeah, but I got them off of an island. I don't know where how to get them from breeding. Black is orange and is either orange and pink or orange and white. It's it's orange and something gives you black. It might just be that orange be or like the 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 bread ones cuz like you get white, you get light pink, you get uh red, red and yellow. And yellow not naturally. Yeah. I think it might be like oh, you remember that um board game that we played with the Scoville? Sriracha. Scoville. A Scoville, yes. Yeah, where where Yeah, that's that's not what I've had in my head, yes. Yeah, you unlock the higher tier and then yeah. that allows you to unlock even higher tier stuff. I think that's probably what Supposedly what there's find. a gold one, which I haven't figured out how to get. Oh, I think I'm going to be working towards that. So, unless you have something else to say, cuz I'm trying to talk to, about this forever, but I know. we should move on. It's been I think, I think one let's do one last thing. What are you doing with your house as far as decorating goes? Cuz okay. I, I have a few things. Okay, so I have I have three rooms right now, and okay. before I go any further, I'm going, I'm going to rearrange my rooms. My main room is a game room. I have mm-hmm. a table with a board game in the middle, um, and then I'm, I might have crafting in the corner still. Mm-hmm. In the back room, I have a kitchen with a dining area. It's my restaurant. So I'm getting cooking stuff. I'm looking for counters. That's that's something I want to complain about. Nintendo, where are the counters? I where need are the work tables? surfaces. Tables of any kind. There's a few, and they're super rare. It's driving yeah. me off the wall. All my stuff is on the floor. I'm not the first person to actually notice that either. My third room, which I just got and I need to rearrange, is going to be my bedroom. And, like, I'm going to have an art corner because I'm a designer, so I need to have my yeah. little easel and all that fun stuff. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. One, one thing we should say is 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 the shops are randomized, so you're, there's never a guarantee of what you're going to get in any of the shops. Did you get what I, I sent you today, by the I way? I did. The uh, – Here's the best part. I already had one. <laughs> so did I. I. I had one from before, and I'm like, oh, this is great. 
Yeah, no, I, I, have, I love I have it. A, I have so, a guitar, um, an amp, and a microphone in the one corner of my room. Yeah. So, so, um, so all the shops are randomized. Yes. But there is something in the Nook shop where you can reorder anything that you've already purchased. So one thing that I did in the last game was every single day I would buy one of everything that was on sale, which I think is part of what burned me out on that game. This time I'm only buying things that I think I'd actually want. Yeah, um, Rather than trying to get a full collection, I am still trying to get a full collection of everything in Blathers, but that's a whole lot less insane than trying to get a full collection of that and every single item and wallpaper and floor. Okay, so what rooms are you doing? Because I just remembered an, another thing we just want to discuss really quick. Okay, uh, so my three, uh, my I have three rooms as well. My main room is basically a Japanese tea house. Now I have a little pot Ooh. on one side. Uh, I have a Japanese toilet on the other side with a little screen. Uh, I have a rocking chair with a with a uh, uh, what's the what's the wheel called? A spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I have my crafting area. And then I have a tatami mat and a little cartoonist kit next to the tatami bed. Nice. Do you have a painted wall? The the Japanese painted wall. I have a I, no. I'm using uh, actually the modern shoji, which I like a little bit better. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, and then I have a tatami mat floor. Oh, uh, which is uh, great. My my back room. My back room is my bedroom, which is all the uh, wooden block uh, furniture set that uh-huh. I've dyed in colorful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like you said, you could customize the things. So I customize them all to that really red yellow blue posterized look so it all just looks like a kid's bedroom so my front room is really elegant my back room is super kitty and has all the toys out on the floor the teddy bear up on the uh, dresser and everything and then my uh, side room originally it was just a uh, toilet in the middle of the room and i put that uh, stadium wallpaper your wife gave me so basically uh-huh. it looked like everybody was cheering you on as you went to the bathroom <laughs> but then i switched it over i found uh, yesterday i found like a recording studio wallpaper Ooh. So now I have guitars on both sides, amps on one side, and then the entire back wall is record players and tape decks and radios. And a toilet in the middle. No, I, I took the toilet out and I put my <laughs> uh, I put my two um I put the two microphones in the middle. Awesome. So it basically my whole my whole thing is just a recording studio now. That is great. I love that. That's really good. Do you have um do you have a um a kicker pedal board? A pedal no, board? I need one of those. I, I, uh, I still have some stuff I'm looking let for. Let me, let me. I'll, I'll send one over to you. Awesome, I appreciate it. Because I, I got that. I love the pedal board, and I got an I, amp. I was just about to send you over a uh, a kettle. I'll do that later. A kettle? Yes. Is it a soup kettle? No, uh, it's a like a big tea kettle. Oh, cool, awesome. Or you can send it to your wife. Either way. All right. So the only other thing that I wanted to mention really quick or talk about is Blathers and the museum. Oh. Because that's actually one of the features that I, I like the most in that game. So the first time that you catch a fish, a butterfly, or any kind of insect, yeah. and or dig up a fossil, you can take it to Blathers. He will and assess the f- what and art as of and yesterday. art. Yes, that I just un- they just unlocked that. Um, going to Reds and getting your art, which I did not like in the last game. So we'll see if I like it more here. Yeah, it's gonna have the same same feature set where uh, you can buy them, and it may or may not be a fake. Yeah, and there actually are ways to tell. I just I don't know. I've seen a couple. Like Wall Street Journal actually had a thing about finding out the ways to tell in the last one were if you knew what the actual real painting looked like, the fake would have some actual. The fake would actually be a a no a noticeable fake. Like the uh-huh. real one actually looked real. So you have that makes sense. If you know what art looks like, you, you have a basic knowledge of, of, of art, which you probably do, you might actually do fairly well at it. I, I was gonna say I might have an edge, but probably not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how well I do. Obviously yeah. the first painting that you get is uh, legitimate because oh, I don't uh, know. it's it's gotta be because you take it to Blathers and that's what unlocks the art museum. Art aspect oh, of the museum. He's not showed up at my island yet. Ah, uh, he showed up today for us. Yeah, I got I got Olaf, uh, or not Olaf, the uh, the the sloth. Oh, he showed up a couple times. <gasps> oh, Leaf, Leaf. Yes, the sloth is awesome. Okay, so the museum, as we were saying, so the first time you catch any animal, um, you have the ability to donate it to the museum. Yeah. If you donate it to the museum, um, it's added to the collection. You only have to add one. They'll only ever take one of everything, and you can go wander the museum and, and look at it in the museum setting. It's yep. really, really cool. Very beautiful. The museum it's in this one so is- It's so much more expanded this time. It actually makes it worth donating to. Yeah, because the museum is modern and it's cool looking and you can explore it and you can you can find the that stuff. The aquarium especially. Like it actually, like they beautiful. add fish now. It's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. 
And then, um, and then after that, then you can sell any other fish fossils. Technically, or stuff. you don't have to donate it the first time. It's just easier to keep track if you always do it, it the first exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, um, and it you marks also in have your a journal if you have. Yeah, you have a journal and you can check what you have and it'll tell you if it's been donated or not, which is helpful because I have inadvertently accidentally sold stuff that I probably shouldn't yeah, have. I've done that a couple of times. I, I actually tend to have the opposite thing where I'm like, I can't I I can't remember if I've donated this or not. And then I'm like, oh yeah, wait, I've donated this like nine times. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you- I, I've tried to to donate the angriest butterfly like eleven times <laughs> every time. He's like, wow, no, we really have this dude. The Agrius is an awesome butterfly. It's a really cool one. Did you catch the uh, Coelacanth yet? I can't remember if I have or not. You would know if you did. Big, black, gigantic fish. Oh, the fish. No. I, the, I was oh, the my fossil. God. One. It's I caught a marlin last night for the first time. Oh, a marlin. Nice. And I made, oh, yeah. So the, the one of the... I, I was going to say we should probably talk about our overall feelings of this game, but I think we have pretty much... <laughs> we, we pretty much have. It. Yeah. Uh, so the, the one other thing I really liked is... Um, so they have the guys who come around with the, who, who buy the fish and the, the bugs, but they'll also make models for you. So yes. I made a model of a ra- of a red snapper. I've I'm saved up uh, three lionfish so I can make uh, one of those next time mm-hmm. the guy comes. Uh, and the first one I made is uh, of the other one is the 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 blue and green butterfly because uh, one of the VTubers I watched that's her symbol. So I was like, oh, that would be cool to have in, in my yeah. room. The blue. So and she green- was sort of the one who inspired me to buy the game. <laughs> is is that the um the uh what's the common his name? blue bottle? Uh, is that the uh, Raja butterfly? The no, Raja it's the, the common blue bottle. Oh, the blue bottle. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was an easy one to find, but uh, no, that that was fun. Although I really don't like the stupid gecko guy. Or no, no, not the gecko guy. I really don't like the fish guy. The otter. The fish otter. He's so obnoxious. Oh, yeah, he is. Always taking pictures, and he's like, ah, oh, you're helping out with my fishing <sighs> he's, thing. He's a YouTuber. He's no, not even. He's an influencer. He's not yes, a YouTuber. He's an influencer. Ugh. Ugh. Makes my skin crawl. Anyway, uh, no. So with that, I guess we should probably go our overall feelings of the game. I liked it surprisingly more than I thought I would, and I'm still looking forward to playing it. Which part of the reason why I actually wanted to wait a couple more weeks was to see if I still would enjoy it, and I actually do. Which I was surprised because last time I think this was about the time I was starting to peter out, and I think I've got at least another month, month left in me. And it's great because, like, I play it during my lunch break now because I'm not at work. So, like, I can take my lunch break, lie down on my bed, play Animal Crossing for half an hour. And that's about all I need. You know, half an hour a day is probably perfect for me. And and the other great thing about that is is it's the type of game that if you burn out, it's always worth revisiting every now and again just to see yeah. what's going on in your town. Even the, though you'll have to do a bunch of weeding. The great thing about – and the other great thing about having it on the Switch – and this was actually what finally sold me on buying it. I bought the digital version because the thing is, as long as it's always on my system, I don't have to go digging out the card and finding the cartridge. And, you know, it's just, it's there. So I have the cartridge. Yeah, but you're also probably more likely to actually pull it out and play it again. Whereas, yeah, that's true. With the 3DS, once it was out of my 3DS, it just, it never went back in. True. Whereas with this, it's like, you know, it's, it's the great thing about our digital future. It's the modern, it's the one great thing about our modern digital libraries. Yeah. Which, uh, I remember you being rather resistant to, but that's probably a, a conversation for another time. For, I, I am still somewhat resistant, but there are good things about it as well. Absolutely. Uh, any criticisms? I think we've covered most of them. Yeah. Primarily the, uh, conversations and the way that it, Kind of treats you a little bit like a child who needs to be shown everything every time you do a thing. It's yep. very annoying. That's very Nintendo. That's very uh, and Nintendo. also a little bit, we talked about the the multiplayer, the fact that you cannot decorate, and the fact that every time somebody comes to visit, it pops up the so-and-so is coming from such and such, and blah, 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 And everyone blah, blah, blah. has to drop everything and wait. And yep. you're, you're actually forced out of a conversation. Yeah. Expanding on that, there was one time when I was trying to leave Amy's Island yeah. And Amy was selling something and I could not leave. It would not let me leave because she, she was, was selling something at the nook stop. Yeah. And I had to make her put the get, put, uh, stop that conversation so I could just exit. Yeah. And that seems like a really bad idea. There's no it reason really for that to be there. No. Uh, well, maybe, maybe there, there may be some, some, uh, 
I don't know how their networking works. There may be a network reason, but yeah, as far as I can understand, I can't think of any reason why. Yeah, it should just be a background function, and and the switch is powerful enough to just run a rear-end thread that's not doing anything to just handle that that kind of thing. Like, yeah. okay, now I have to actually save the game, and a game's always saving in the corner anyway. Yeah, I know that's the crazy part, and it's also apparently leading to some people be like waiting until you've come over to their island, like with those trading things. Yeah. Drop some bells on the ground and then immediately will terminate it. And so it kicks you out of their island. So you can't then get your stuff back. So you lose uh, all your stuff. Um, I'm surprised that even works because I've seen a YouTuber. She also does a lot of streaming. Uh, Space Hamster. Mm-hmm. He's been playing a lot of this. And I've seen that people who have inadvertently disconnected mm-hmm. uh, in that manner have lost their stuff. Because huh. it just – if it if it crashes out or if it if – it, uh, quickly kicks out then it just reverts to before the game before you went multiplayer it just reverts to pre-save so okay interesting so like you don't lose anything but you don't gain any of the stuff that you traded when you first showed up so what they'd have to do is they'd have to be sitting there by the dodo at the entryway and be like close my shop and then it will save it, whatever state it's in at that moment, and kick everyone out. Uh, maybe how they're doing. I don't know. They're still whatever. People are finding ways to troll. You go online, you can find people who are making really weird, creepy islands and trolling people coming to visit them. It's it's cute sometimes. It's disturbing sometimes. It's fun. But I'm just gonna say, don't 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 be like me. Don't go down the world of Japanese VTubers. It'll just make you miserable. <laughs> very happy, but very miserable. Mm. Um. So, final question: Would we recommend it? Yes. Probably. Probably. If you're the kind of person who would like a laid back sandboxy kind of thing, I feel like for me, this is building on a lot of the stuff that I liked about Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. If you want a laid back sandboxy game that gives you some rules and puts you as a minor, you know, minor mayoral authority figure, this is probably a good one of those. I mean, but if you're looking for an action game or if you're looking for something else, go play some, go, go get something like uh, Pokemon mystery that came out a couple days, a couple weeks ago. There, there's some other good ones that came out recently. That you yeah. More. There, there's definitely a lot of things that this game is not like a game. <laughs> like a game. No. Yeah, you're right. Cause it's, yeah. it's kind of like, it's the closest thing that I would think of as an actual like slice of life game. Absolutely. And that's what makes it really endearing because it's unlike anything else out there. Yes. And it fills the niche so very well. It, it is basically like a long form Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley. Yeah. Yes. So if you want something like that, and if you want something you could play with friends, it's perfect for that. And I think the last thing we should just say real quick is uh, we apologize for it taking so long for us to get this uh, episode out. Uh, obviously, like many people, we've been dealing with the uh, a bit of insanity in the transition over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're hoping we'll be back to a normal schedule going forward. Absolutely. Luke, thanks for joining us. And thank you for listening to our Spitball Jam session. We hope you enjoyed the show. Great and uh, share the show. And you can on your podcasting platform of choice because you can't do this without you. And uh, Luke will have some clever tie into the show name or intro that we'll figure out later. Yeah, absolutely. Our next All show right. is going to be clever and it will tie in. Uh, apparently so yeah so uh rate and record us because uh the more people who hear about us uh that's the more it. people hear about us you know it's something you can't do in this game what you can't drown in the ocean like you can in subnautica there you go next time subnautica and drowning thank you for listening to a spitball sessions jam session we hope you enjoyed the show the intro music was a bit heaven by purple planet music The outro music was Songs for Arabella by Maybe She Will. If you have any thoughts about the show, please contact us at Spitball Sessions and tune in in a couple of weeks for Subnautica. Thanks again and have a good night.